Hey everybody, it's your boy Eduardo Jackson, CEO, creator, founder of Cinema Draft Game. As you can still tell, I am, well, I wouldn't say I'm struggling, but I am hopefully on the tail end of <laughs> what our good friend of the pod, Jay Devlin, calls my Ebola. And actually, we were scheduled to have him chime in on our weekend preview, call she review, but uh, his Ebola cough has come back. So <clears throat> good luck with your flu with Ebola-like symptoms. Jay Devlin, you are here with us in our hearts. Okay, so let's take a look at some of the action <clears throat> that we got going on this weekend. Uh, decent turnout, a little bit lower than last week, but we appreciate everyone who came out and, and is testing our game. Also, as we... I don't think I mentioned, we might have mentioned it on the last podcast, but we are mobile now. Very exciting. Something that's been long been needed, and we apologize for the, del for the delay, but we are mobile, uh, which means you can access us, uh, Cinema Draft, from your mobile device. Just go to cinemadraft.co, click the sign in, and log your way back in, and you can get to a lovely screen like this once you click live to see what's going on. So as you're out and about this weekend, this uh, President's Day weekend. Uh, our game will still run until uh, Monday afternoon uh, Pacific time. So I think generally uh, <clears throat> the the scores will be in around 3.30 or 4 p.m. Pacific and hopefully finalized within an hour or so of that and uh, with the prizes paid out. Just please be patient with us, uh, as we may or may not have uh, some other stuff to attend to, but we will definitely get everything finalized and paid out by Monday evening. So let's take a look at some of the call sheets that may be burning up the charts. So let's see. Oh, and also, uh, real quick, <clears throat> um, before we get into it, just looking at you know, top story on Box Office Mojo, um, their little predictions or their, their AM updates. Looks like the Great Wall took in almost a million dollars from Thursday Night Previews last night, of which they got $15.99 of my dollars. I waited till the end and uh, until the midnight showing to observe the Day Without Immigrants, as the draft bomb is Panamanian. Love you, Mom. And uh, went to see the 12 a.m. showing of The Great Wall. I went in there coming, looking forward to hating it, especially after seeing the satirical uh, hashtag, thank you, Matt Damon, was trending on Twitter because people were probably thinking this was going to be another one of those white savior movies in, you know, that tend to plague uh, you know, ethnically focused films. But it was it really wasn't. I was pleasantly surprised. It's really, it was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. It's grand. It, the scope was, was amazing. I saw the IMAX 3D and a lot of times those IMAX 3D movies kind of underperform because they're a little bit, bit too dark or whatever. I'm not sure if this movie was filmed in 3D, but the 3D was, was, was pretty impressive. Uh, you know, really grand as far as like the scope and scale of it with like, you know, the battles and everything, a lot of great colors. It's, it's a really beautiful movie to, to watch and a lot of interesting tactical warfare set in, you know, a period piece. And of course my biases are that I am, you know, I am a sucker for historical fiction, but I was pleasantly surprised with The Great Wall. 
I gave a little quick tweet review of three reels, three out of four. So check it out if you get a chance. And Matt Damon's fine in it. You know, he he's not, you know, he's not the white savior per se. His character is a little, you know, dinged up around the edges. I think he plays like a thief or something. <clears throat> um, but uh, it was good. And I fell in love. Oh my goodness. Let's let's talk about this woman for a second. I, you know, let me just digress for a second. Ding Tian or Ganjing, you know, I guess. Uh, she Ooh, man, just heartthrob city. She was something else. I, yeah, we, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I'm, you know, that, that's my new boo thing right there. Jin Tian. She was good. She was good. It's in, and she could fight, <laughs> and it, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. All right, so now into the call sheet. Sorry, I had to, had to profess my love for, for Jin, for, for Jing Tian. Okay, palpitations. All right, so we'll start with my call sheet. I'll give you the thought process that evolved as the night went along. So going off of uh, pro box office's <clears throat> estimations, it seems like it's going to be a bit of a, I would say like a log jam, but there's not a lot separating, you know, uh, fourth through through second in their estimations. Um, the Lego Batman movie, you know, seems to be you know running away running away from the pack, basically doubling up everybody. But I decided, you know, that especially if this fight gets any kind of good buzz, any kind of you know uh, support on on a cinema score from the the exit polls from the audiences and some early, I think I got early, you know. Uh, inklings from critics that they kind of like this movie. Well, let's see what the Rotten Tomatoes is real quick. Tomatoes. Let's look up. Fist fight. I mean, if it's... Oh, well, okay, never mind. <laughs> well, it looks like the Rotten Tomatoes not loving Fist fight. 32%. Oh, well, you know what? They said, look, they said 37% for the Great Wall, and they're just wrong. They're just hating and wrong. Anyway, and Fifty Shades Darker was fun. 9% Rotten Tomatoes. Come on, man. Y'all are better than that. John Wick ch Chapter 2, I did see Wednesday night, and that was just straight fire. That was and, and a beautiful setup for Chapter 3 whenever that comes out. So, yeah, I'm that. So, sometimes they get it right, hidden figures, they got it right, but oftentimes they get it wrong. Anyways, and, and, and as a reminder, Rotten Tomatoes generally is, you know, a critical, you know, uh, amalgamation of of reviews. So, you know, Fist Fight doesn't seem like the type of movie that's going to play well with critics anyways. Um, not, I can't quite call, like, I don't, I don't know if there's like a huge groundswell of support. Like, I don't hear like a lot of buzz in pop culture whatever for Fist Fight. Um, but I just have a, I just have a feeling like the teens, the, the, the teens in the tween, well, it's not really a tween movie. It's like an R-rated movie. But the teens that, that really kind of push, you know, movies like this might actually come out for this. So, so the, those juniors and seniors in high school and, and uh, early college students might really kind of give it some bump. I'm guessing, so while it's estimated at 17 million, if it gets any kind of buzz among, quote unquote, the youth, it might go as high as 1920. Even still, I decided to go quantity over quality. So you can pretty much only afford, you know, the two headliners from the Lego Batman movie, right? So if we're assuming, and these are four-day projections, so we have to kind of assume three. Oh, so here, so you kind of have to only assume that you're only going to get mm, about maybe, you know, you might have to knock off about, you know, 20 to 25% from these totals. So let's just say 
for sake of argument, round, you know, using you know round numbers, let's just say we're expecting 30 million out of Lego Batman. Uh, you know, I don't know, 15 or you know, let's say 17 million out of sh uh, 50 Shades, and then 15 out of John Wick, and then like you know, 14 or 13 out of Great Wall. Then Fist Fight, you know, we'd expect about the same, 13 or 14. Let's say 14 million. Let's say it bumps up to 15 million, right? So what I, so what my play was was I did a six pack, one, two, three, four, five, no, a seven pack, seven fist fights. So I'm banking on the fact that you know, with the headliner stack, of course, that I can get in basically five for the price of essentially two or three of of the Lego Batman movie and make up the difference if not surpass what they're going to do. So let's say let's say you do let's say you do have 30 million from Lego Batman and you get your your headliner in, you know, which is 42 points times 2, which is 84 out of <clears throat> out of the the two headliners. And maybe somehow you do a severe stars and scrub strategy where you're pretty much just punting the rest of your your call sheet and you squeeze in a third uh, actor from Lego Batman at another 30. That puts you at 114. Now let's say we get let's say we get 15 million out of Fist Fight times 1.4 for our headliners, so 21 million times two for two headliners. So that's 42 points right there. Plus we have five more at 15 each. 75 plus 42. Now we're at 117. So we're three million ahead of Lego Batman. Plus we still have some room left over to uh for well I, oh oh and it get this so we're at 117 plus we were able to squeeze in a headliner from lego batman no i'm sorry i think this is a i mean this is my own call sheet i understand i get it i'm biased but i'm in love with this call sheet already because we've got 117 before we even touch lego batman and then you add in lego batman as a headliner so so you're then you're adding in the 42 points from the headliner I mean, you're at 159, and then and they're still scrambling those those people who picked three actors from Lego Batman, trying to figure out the rest of their call sheet. This this type of structure, maybe if not this call sheet exactly, this kind of structure is what's going to lead to a winning call sheet. I rounded out for those listening on the podcast. <clears throat> so we've got seven fist fights, including the headliner stack. We've got Ray Fines from the Lego Batman as a head, as a headliner. And then also Emma Stone headliner from headliner from La La Land. This and this actually should be limited. Not sure why this is this is why that should be limited. Um, and and then Jose Maria Yazpik, uh, everybody loves somebody is the platform release. So yes, I am digging that call sheet very much. Uh, and and I think a construction like that is what's going to you know, lead you into the promised land, quite honestly. Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's good stuff. That is good, good stuff. So, so the next one I'm going to look at is, and actually I'm going to make sure that this takes hold, make sure I got this corrected. This, that should be limited. It was limited at lock, so you want to make sure it's limited. There we go. All right. Next call, she want to take a look at our defending champion, BTTF. Let's see what's on his mind this week. And he's got 
Okay, interesting. So he's got the headliner stack of Lego Batman. He's got Rooney Mara from Lions, limited release. He's got a three-pack from Everybody Loves Somebody, which I think is actually pretty smart. Once again, we discussed earlier this week about the wisdom of going with on the high end of platform releases with that are uh, with ethnocentric films. So uh, Everybody Loves Somebody is um, is a Mexican. Uh, a predominantly Mexican cast film uh, starring the one of the co-stars of How to Get Away with Murder, Carlos Souza. And so that three-pack right there I think is pretty strong. Uh, Exposure to I Am Not Your Negro is, pretty, is you know, pretty strong as well. Uh, I believe that is on 115 screens. Well, we are, we're guesstimating 200 screens. I can't confirm that. Last week was at 115 screens. And from what I've seen on social media, it should be expanding, hopefully, if not limited, uh, then all the way up to wide, uh, so I can finally watch it in Las Vegas. Uh, I am not your Negro should be expanding um, nationally next weekend, so that should be interesting to see how that plays out. And then he's got a three pack of Fist Fight, including the headliner stack of Charlie Day and Ice Cube. So this is interesting. This actually this covers a lot of bases, <clears throat> and it's uh, this is this is a, a very this is what I would call a balanced call sheet. He covers all his bases. He's got good exposure to fistfight, which could overperform its projections. It's got, you know, uh, a platform stalwart. I am not your Negro, but yet uh, makes room for uh, the possible, you know, uh, uh, Mexican-themed movie success of Everybody Loves Somebody. And then he goes with, you know, the clear frontrunners, Lego Batman, and then Lion, which, you know, as far as value goes, is pretty solid value at 7,300 for Rooney Mara uh, in the limited release category. So this is, this is a strong call sheet. As you can see, these are like the Wednesday, the Thursday night estimates, which eventually get rolled up into the weekend estimates. So he's already off to a good start with about six points off of the Thursday night films. And so, yeah. That's that's good looking call sheet PTTF. Let's see who else should we sample. Mm. Well, you know what? Since he's not here, let's take a look at Jay Devlin's. Jay, miss you. Get well soon. Ah, he's back at it. A United Kingdom. Now it expands to forty-five screens, and he's really he's really he really feels this movie. He's he's behind this movie. He's got a four-pack of, of a United Kingdom, most likely because it's cheap. He went, he went hard on Lego Batman. He got himself three, uh, he got himself a three pack from, from Lego from the Lego Batman movie, <clears throat> including his headliner stack of Fines and Arnett. Uh, he has Charlie Day from Fist Fight headlining that ten grand, uh, and then a headliner stack from Lion. So it's not it's 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 not a bad call sheet. I just think what's really going to hurt him is. Is uh basically what he because this is this is what you would call a stars and scrubs uh, call sheet because his stars obviously are the three Lego Batman uh, uh, actors which gobble up mm, almost you know sixty grand of his hundred thousand uh, dollar salary cap and then and, and once you incorporate Charlie Day from Fist Fight you're up to seventy you basically have thirty thousand to fill six slots so you know it's it's, it's it gets pretty bleak from there on out. So uh, basically, yeah. So he he did the best he could with what he had left going with the strategy. Uh, I hope it pays off for him. But like I said, I think something a little more diversified, a little more, um, a little more not so much balanced, but but well, actually as far as salary goes, something a little more salary balanced might be the way to go this week. But we'll see. We'll definitely see.
Um, and let's also take a look at, uh, let's take a look at, you know what, let's throw a little love to the Roan. He's been a day one. He's an OG back from the spreadsheet days. What up, Henry G? The Roan. So he's looking at, so he went uh, a headliner stack of Lego Batman. He went with Charlie Day from Fist Fight. He has uh, Samuel L. Jackson from I Am Not Your Negro. Dakota Johnson, interesting, from Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that movie performs this weekend now that it's not Valentine's Day. Uh, I think it's going to fall off sharply, even though, like I said, I enjoyed it. I had fun at the movie. It's It leans into its rom-com roots instead of taking itself so seriously with all the bondage and, and S&M stuff. Anyways, uh, he also has a headliner from Duckweed, which I believe is a Chinese uh, uh, foreign language film, and then a three-pack from Jolly LLB, including the headliner stack, and then Rooney Mara from Lion. Hmm. I don't know. This one I think might crack top 10. Of course, we only have 12 players this week in the feature presentation, but I think Jolly LLB has already gotten the bulk of its box office, but I could be wrong. They actually shed seven screens from last week. It's only on... 166 screens this week. Yep, 166 screens. So it may not do what you want, what you think it's going to do, but we'll see. You know, this one has potential. He leans on on some of the bigger ticket items, just worried if he gets as much value as he could have from this call sheet. And the last one we'll take a look at from the feature presentation. Let's see what let's see what ring balls is up to. He's a, he's a relatively new player. I think he's only been playing for a week or two. Uh, glad to have you on board ring balls. And Oh, okay. I, I kind of like this call sheet. So he's got a four pack of everybody loves somebody giving himself, you know, good exposure at a cheap price to the platform releases. He's got the headliner stack from Lego Batman. He's got the headliner stack from fist fight and he's got a headliner stack from La La Land. This is a very solid call sheet. I think it's got top five potential mostly because uh, it mostly hinges on how everybody loves somebody performs. If it does, you know, like 1.2 to 1.5 million, then, you know, then we're, then it's, it's made in the shade. You know, it's, 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 you know, you know, everybody, everybody's dancing. Everybody loves somebody. Um, if it, I mean, it, cause, cause then you're looking at one point per hundred thousand. If it can, if you can squeeze out 15 points, for on average about six thousand sixty-five hundred in salary, you're you're way ahead of the game right there. So so I, I like this call sheet. I, it's a it's a balanced call sheet. It's got top five potential. Nice call sheet, Ring Balls Twenty Two. Like I love to see uh, your your improvement and progress in the game. And I wanted to show you a couple other my call sheets because I was trying some different stuff out, which I think would be really interesting. I think I had a cool strategy for the background talent. Yeah, so this is the one where I went all in on Everybody Loves Somebody. I have a six-pack Everybody Loves Somebody with the headliner stack. I've got Fifty Shades Darker, Dakota Johnson, uh, the Lego Batman movies, headliner stack of Arnett and Fines, Will Arnett, Rafe Fines, and then Emma Stone from La La Land with about 1,500 left over. So this is this – is, it's a little risky only because, like I said, it hinges a lot on Everybody Loves Somebody. But if Everybody Loves Somebody can get – Basically, so remember how I said earlier in this podcast how how if we can get 15 fantasy points out of uh, Fist Fight, 
you know, and, you know it, then we'd be head of the game. We would basically go quant, quali, quantity over over quote unquote quality. Then same kind of strategy here, only at a cheaper price. And if this strategy works, if I can get if I can squeeze you know a base 15 points out of minimum out of all 60s actors, and then go up to some higher dollar guys with the Lego Batman people and headliner stack that. I mean, that could be a bit of a game changer. That could actually give me just enough to squeak past. Uh, you know, call sheets like BTTFs, which are <clears throat> which are uh, leaning heavily on the top end of the. Sp well, actually, well, his is more balanced, but but you know, it could it could basically outscore those who have you know a th you know, a three pack from the Lego Batman movie, which might be which might be the conventional wisdom this week. I'm not sure. I think it was the best boy. I had a call sheet I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, yeah, so this one was <laughs> only because it's so, it's so peculiar. This is a full fade of the Lego Batman movie, and this may not work out the way I want it to. So I've got three, I've got three packs for 50 shades darker, plus a headliner from John Wick. And then I go Lion, Dev Patel from Lion, and then a five pack from Everybody Loves Somebody. So this hinges, you know, greatly on Everybody Loves Somebody. And then 50 shades darker, just, you know, you know, hitting a solid double. It doesn't have to hit a home run. It just, hit, just needs to hit a double. If he can get me, you know, essentially 20 million, then I might be in good shape. It, it's predict, it's predicted to be the number two movie of the weekend, which would be nice. Although, honestly, if the cinema score, you know, if the cinema score comes out Friday, reflecting how I felt about The Great Wall, reflecting that upon moviegoers of The Great Wall, then I think The Great Wall could actually make a surprise end around to become second in the weekend at about 20 million. But, if not, if Fifty Shades Dark can just find a way to, you know, 18, 19, 20 million, then this might not be the worst play out there. <laughs> but this is a pretty aggressive move, or, or, or no, it's aggressive. But it's it's a high variance move, just basically saying I am fading, I'm I'm entirely fading you, uh, uh, Lego Batman movie, which you know, of course, could just be pure disaster. So, so those are some of the ones that we'll keep keep our eyes out for this weekend, <clears throat> um, and kind of keep keep checking, you know, the keep checking the site, you know, our, our our daily box office or our weekend box office. Keep checking your email; we'll update you as we get along. Thanks so much for playing, everybody. Appreciate having you. Make sure you come check us out at cinemadraft.co and follow us on social media everywhere from Facebook through Pinterest. And subscribe to at iTunes and also at uh, <clears throat> on Google Plus and our YouTube channel. And this weekend, enjoy. Try to stay dry, West Coast, uh, Northeast Coast, and you know, go see a movie or something. Do us all a favor. I need to find a way to sign off. There we go.